Alright, hi y'all. Hey, I'm Sam. I'm Kim. This is Stop Running From This, a Ghost Adventures review podcast. Today, we are talking about Execution Rock's Lighthouse, Season 3, Episode 6, for those of you keeping track at home. And here's what we think of this episode. That is some good wine ASMR. It's also good wine. This one was rough. So, at the end of last episode, we were so excited because Execution Rocks is incredibly not far from us. Like, our local beach, you can actually see it from there. Yeah. I mean, though our local public beach is also the only beach in the Bronx. Orchard Beach, part of Bellamy Park, 2,772 acres. Uh, sorry. Sam, you're not sorry. at work. Sorry. Well dark place anyway um great place check it out but it, it's you can see it um it's it's right fucking there and it's real yay uh so yeah so there are apparently things that i added into this episode when i was remembering it now no when sam asked me about it she asked me if it was good i said the only thing i remember about it was being like oh hey this is local we need to make a trip there at some point because they do trips from um, Port Washington. That being said, I remembered things of them like filming from Orchard Beach and eating at City Island. Apparently, I'm thinking of the Anthony Bourdain episode where he goes to the Bronx. Should have watched that instead. We should have. Uh-huh. You know what? Or you know what? We should have just like taken the five minutes of them fishing and barbecuing and just watch that. Just watch that. That was great. That was so much fun. It was a lot of fun to see Zach try and fail to fish. It was adorable. It happened. That That's about what we could say about this episode. Okay, we're done. We'll see you next week. Bye, Bye. guys! Um, no, we can't do that. We have no, to we talk, talk about it. Um, before Ugh. that, though, you have a ghost update. I do. Um, last night, or maybe early this morning... I didn't get very firm details on this, and I'm sorry. When it was dark out and everybody was in bed. And I was absolutely asleep, so there was like seven hours last night where I was firmly out of this world. Um, it was before you got up to watch F1. Qualifying. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's a different podcast that we don't do yet. Are you saying that you're going to try to drag me to watch F1 with you at like five o'clock in the morning? No, no, uh, mostly you sit there and I tell you what happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. What I want to do with Aaron is get like a little like, um, one of those video setups, they go over a table and then I just buy some Hot Wheels cars and then I tell Aaron what happened in the race, but we record it with the Hot Wheels cars. You know, that would make a great Twitch show. Yeah. I mean, that's how I tell Aaron about the, the, that's how I recap things for Aaron. I, we get out our old Hot Wheels, but I would want to get nicer Hot Wheels if I was going to record this for other people. Anyway, so before you got up for F1, Aaron heard talking in the basement and was like, fuck that noise, and locked the basement and just was like, hey parents, what the fuck? And my parents are like, oh, that's weird. Dad goes downstairs because he doesn't fear God or man. And he should fear God and man. Um, and it turns out that the radio down there had just turned itself on. 
Yeah, what? Yeah. I'll have to find out what was playing. Because it sounded like talking and dad doesn't listen to podcasts. So. Uh, I'm not sure what's up with that. So yeah, that's our ghost update. Yay! No ghosts came to our Thanksgiving dinner. No, they didn't. Um, so I've heard. That I know of. Also, Alex is very proud that of himself that he avoided using pronouns at Thanksgiving for Aaron. I know. He was he like, tries. He, he, he was because he was afraid of messing up. He's like, I was so happy I avoided you. It's like I managed to go the whole night without using pronouns. Because if I don't use them, I can't fuck them up. Understood. <laughs> and I was like, I believe in him. I believe that he can go to de- to they. No, I know, but like he didn't want to be disrespectful. Yeah, I know. So I was like, you know what? I'll take that. <laughs> so fun. Uh-huh. He was very, I just wanted you to know he was very proud of himself. He was very nice. My mom has decided he talks too much. <laughs> and Not a- he's full of himself. Well, he is. And that boy needs to shut up. And I was like, shit, mom. She's like, I don't know about him. I'm like, damn. She's like, he deserves better. I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're right, but like, to be fair, part of how it works is I also shut him up. I was like, Mom, you don't understand. He talks now. This is an improvement. (laughs) She's like, maybe he shouldn't. I'm like, that's cold. (laughs) But also, to be fair, when she walked in, y'all were talking about him building you a new computer. I know, yeah. I was like, Mom, (laughs) you don't understand. He's okay. He's like, at one point, he had to back up and correct himself. I don't know if y'all were giving him a look or something. Like, no, he does that now. It's nice. We we want to encourage behavior where you correct yourself when you realize you're wrong. Mom, get with the program. <laughs> I didn't even notice that because I was totally out of it. I was talking to your parents like, oh, my parents bought you things. It was so much. It was really nice. Friendsgiving was really nice. I'm never going back to family Thanksgiving ever again. Uh, but yeah. So. I drank much too much wine, which is why we're recording on a Saturday, not a Friday. I, I called Sam yesterday. I'm like, Sam, you want to record today? She goes, I'm hungover. And I'm so like, hungover. I, I, I can't subject you to If we had bites. watched this episode while I was hungover, I think I might have left. I might have put my boots back on. <laughs> and and walked home. <laughs> and I would have been sitting here like, what just happened? <laughs> uh, no, when, you were record- when we were recording, you said that if you had watched this yesterday, you would have died. Your soul would have left your body. Left my body. Got to Vegas and haunted him. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't scare Gracie. She's adorable. No, she'd get pets and extra treats. Okay. You come home and be like, Gracie, who made you this steak? Gracie'd be like, I'm left for tell because I'm a dog. <laughs> so yeah, so this is Execution Rock's Lighthouse. <sighs> Execution Rock's Lighthouse lies on a deserted reef of rock in Long Island Sound. Etched into its landscape is a history of hauntings, tortures, shipwrecks, and possibly the most heinous serial murderer in the history of man. And I do want to note, I didn't screw up. This description actually says, in Long Island Sound, not in the Long Island Sound. There's a lot of things going on in there. Like, I wouldn't call the reef deserted. I mean, it's... It's a reef? How many reefs are not deserted? Oh, like most of that reef is underwater. I, I really like that's part of the breakwater that helps Pel- uh, Orchard Beach have like such 
gentle non-waves, honestly. It's a really protective place to, to bathe because we have this reef that like really cuts down on the, the ferocity of the Long Island Sound, which isn't that ferocious. Oh, yeah. Also, he refers to it as we're in the Western Long Island Sound, New and York. Sam and I just... The Western Long Island Sound, New York. Like, that's a place? Yeah, and Sam and I just looked at each other like, what? <laughs> Technically, it's Mamaroneck, because I googled it. Yeah, we went on a brief Google journey. We took, like, so many breaks during the interview portion of this. Because we kept looking things up. Because we're just like, wait, what? We pull it up on, on Google Maps. Be like, okay, where the fuck is this? All right, so let's let's break well, it down. We'll explain why yeah. we had... Okay, so first thing you need to know about this episode is that the editing was awful. It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> At one point, you could, re- you could just, like, tell where they cut out. Th- now, admittedly, having done editing, I've done this where you could totally tell... That, like, I cut out a portion. I really tried to avoid that. But this is, like, they cut off somebody mid-sentence and pasted in another sentence that made it very clear that, yeah. like... Like, could those words have gone together naturally? Yeah, sure. But they're spoken, not written. So you you can't just... Chop. And, like... Ugh. Ugh, it was a slice and dice job on this one. It was bad. And then there was all these weird strobe effects, and it was just... Choppy editing, and the editing was bad. The editing was real bad, y'all. It was just so bad. The pizza was good. We had good pizza. We did have good pizza. There's more pizza. And, you know, the pizza came. We're happy. Sam has tea. I have wine. We're good. And no, then... we didn't have the wine yet. We were just on tea and coffee. I'm sorry. You have tea. I have coffee. We're good. Then, like, halfway through the interviews... It's in my notes. Where we'll, I... we'll tell you when this is. Yeah. Sam's like, I need wine. Like, pause, stop. If we're going to continue, alcohol needs to go into this system. So I went into the Boxo Booze, which I think that's what it's permanently going to be because I like that. I mean, we can't eat like a rack, but I like the Boxo Booze. Yeah. Um, I might get a fancier Boxo Booze. That could work out really well. Or I might just get a cabinet and still call it the Boxo Booze. I mean, you could have a cabinet and it's still... It's still technically a box, let's be real. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I reached into the box of booze and um, pulled out this wonderful 2015 Melbeck from Lost City. It's it really good. smooth and delicious, and it has a light finish. Listen, I'm having a good time with this wine. This wine is the best part of this episode. Hands down, across the board, no contest. Right. Not... Okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. So yeah, so Zach has a hard time, um, but so much. Oh my god, it's called Execution Rocks, and Zach goes, oh, "I knew there was more to this, the history of this place, and just ships crashing." I'm like, "Bitch, it's called Execution Rocks. Like, you don't just give something that name." He's like, the name is so eerie. And I'm sitting here on the couch like, no, it's explanatory. Where do you kill the people? On them rocks. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, So for a bit of history, they do talk to a local historian. <sighs> whose name I didn't catch. N- neither did I. And she was awesome. She was really great. And I know some historians. And I was, I was like, man, if I ever found out what this woman's name is, I could ask about her. It's been like literally 10 years. So, who knows? No, she was definitely... I feel like she was definitely one of those folks who, like, retired and became a historian. 
most historians, it feels like. I know. I mean, that's what my dad wants to do. I support this. I love retired old historians, especially the kookier they get in their old age. It's so good. Um, but one of my favorite things about the new, uh, the Gilmore Girls um, miniseries, like where it's a yeah. time skip, is at the very end of it, uh, because Lorelai's father died. Her mother finally discovers what she wants to do, and she moves to Nantucket and becomes a, uh, a, a tour guide at, like, the Maritime Museum, and gets really into it, and it is so adorable. This is the best thing. And, like, very, like, if you've never seen Girl More Girl, it's like, rich, waspy, old lady. Oh, she is the very definition of a modern wasp, I swear. But she gets, like, so into it. Like, she's playing with the spear, and she's, like, jabbing it, and it's, like, it's so cute. This is so nice. I've always liked Lorelai's mom. I didn't watch Gilmore Girls. My mom did. <laughs> oh, no. Her, like, mom's a bitch, but... Yeah, but she's, like, authentic. Even yes. when she's being a bitch, she's an authentic yeah, bitch. Yeah, no. She tells like, you exactly what she thinks. I always appreciated that about her, especially since Lorelai is always doing some bullshit where she's just not saying what she thinks. And also... Or she's saying what she thinks to the wrong people. <laughs> and also, you know what? It's, like, she will stand by her family. Yeah. Like, uh, Lorelai is a single mom, and she's like, and that's my favorite granddaughter. Don't fuck with my kids. Well, I mean, that's her only granddaughter. Shh. Also her favorite. Yes. Listen, I've met some people who are, like, only grandparent, only grandchildren and not their grandparents' favorite. Like... <laughs> <laughs> this is the argument I always get into my, my dad, because he's like, oh, you were your grandfather's favorite. I'm like, no, Kristen was, but that's okay. <laughs> he's like, that's not like, dad, Kristen was grandpa's favorite, and it's okay. Like, are you your parents' favorite children, child? No, Darwin is! Exactly! <laughs> For those who don't know, I'm an only child. Darwin is my dog. <laughs> and Darwin is the favorite. Oh, Darwin's my mother's favorite. My dad loves me more. Yeah, because Darwin can't go to museums with him. I know. <gasps> he could probably get a dog purse. My dad would never wear a dog purse. My mother would! What about, My like, mother brings a dog to the library with her. What about a dog, like, baby carrier thing that you strap to your no. chest? You have to understand, my mother will bring the dog to the library with her. She has a bag. She puts him in the bag, and he's a good boy. He stays in the bag while she's at the library, and the librarians know him, and, like, it's a, it's a thing. It's a thing. And now my mother's become one of those little old ladies who goes to, like, these local, like, library crafting events. This dog has more of a social life than I do. No, she doesn't bring the dog to that. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. She does not bring the dog to that. Uh, she goes by herself. But, like, she, my mother has become one of those little old ladies that goes to these crafting events and, like, does all these different crafts at the library with these free classes. God, and I like, can't wait to be old and do all of these things that I don't have the my time My mother for. is very much enjoying retirement. Yo, if I ever get to retire, which... Yeah, our generation. I've kind of accepted that our generation is probably never going to retire because... Capitalism sucks. I thought capitalism. And like my, it's kind of interesting. Cause my parents are like, why do you make so little? I was like, well, if you look at the rate of inflation versus the rate of pay increases, they haven't gone up. That's why I make so little. Like I mean, well, that and I'm a grad student. I make a lot for a grad student. <laughs> Which price out of Medicaid now. It makes me sad. I make a lot for a grad student. 
just my friend. I know. I'm being nosy. Don't mind yeah, me. So, uh, <laughs> the response here is, lol. Okay, so my friend was like, how it goes? And my response was, God, I wish we could review a good show for our podcast. If you're asking how I feel about this episode. <laughs> I mean, we could, but it wouldn't be as fun. Oh, God. We could. There's so many other ghost shows. There are. There's also so many other non-ghost we shows. We could have watched <gasps> Paranormal I could... State. That's an interesting show. That's also run by Nick. Yeah, but that show's better. It's actually not. Actually, they got caught a couple of times on um, faking data. Okay, the entertainment factor of that show is better. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we can disagree on that one. Okay, but also, we could review things like The Good Place. That's how you would get me to... Anyway. You would like The Good Place. It's a comedy about philosophy and ethics. I know. <laughs> I know. It's just... Who has the time? I only watch this one because I meet up with you once every few weeks. I mean, we could, now that there's Disney Plus, we can go through all of the, like, we go through our childhood. We could. Anyway, so send us an email saying what you'd like to see on our Patreon. For some Patreon-only content. Yeah, I've been binging Kim Possible, and it's like, I forgot how much I loved that show. I beat Pokemon Sword. I have not. I did that last night. I just got past the third gym. Oh, you're so baby still. Oh, shut up. I don't have time, okay? Well. Someone has to edit these episodes. You didn't do that either. I edited the last one. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) She's so mean to me. Oh my gosh. Anyway, let us know what you want to see on Patreon. Uh-huh. You can see how much we're really avoiding ta- trying to talk episode. about this episode. It's right, just like so. So yeah. So anyway. So, so some history. Sorry, that's how we got distracted. We yeah. were talking about the historian, and she was awesome, but we didn't get her name. Um. Um. And she was saying how the reason it got the name Execution Rocks is what during the Revolutionary War, what Britain used to do is they would take the Redcoats would take the colonists that were fighting against them and put them like chain them to the rocks at low tide so that when high tide came in they would drown 12 hours later specifically because that's how tides work yeah so Um, they would just spend 12 hours watching the tide slowly rise it is an awful death and um when i first heard about execution rocks a couple years ago from a historian in the park funny enough um they're like you could hear the screams all the way to City Island. Which is exactly, which is funny what, that's exactly what this lady says, and it was different ladies, I swear. Um, <laughs> but I believe it. Like, especially back then, sound carries, man. Sound carries, you didn't have as much, like, motor noise, especially because... There wasn't as much noise pollution, and... <sighs> um, yeah. It's absolutely horrific. Yeah. However... How do they choose to represent this on screen oh for the show? Like a wax figure of a person with like very few uh, features chained to these rocks and some dude going into a microphone going... <laughs> it, was, it was the worst fake drowning noise I've ever heard. <laughs> and we had to stop it because I had the worst case of the giggles. It was jarring in a comedic way. <laughs> it was Narmy. It was very Narmy. Let's bring back Narmy. That's a good word. Thank you, TV tropes. <laughs> um, but Zach sees like all these people on like jet skis and boats. Like, do they know about the dark history of this place? 
And the historian goes, like, well, I mean, they know because they just spent a lot of money on this big fancy boat and they ain't gonna crash it on these rocks. And I'm just like, I, I love that answer. I mean, the other thing is, City Island is a very close-knit community, and I can only imagine that they know a lot. They have, like, the most freaking historians per capita of the what? entire Bronx, I fucking swear. Let's put it this way. My dad once said that City Island is the only place in New York City where you can leave your doors unlocked and you'll be fine. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. But if I know about it, and I'm only, you know, tangentially related to things that are in the water because I don't like the ocean... I feel like people who do like the ocean know that Execution Rocks is where executions were done. Yeah. I didn't know Execution Rocks were there until I saw this episode. Not today. I've seen it before. Um, and I mentioned it to my dad. Dad goes, oh yeah, no, I know where that is. It's right by Heart Island. And I'm like, okay. It is. It is right <laughs> by Heart Island. For so the- if you're familiar, right, there's uh, Pelabay Park and Orchard Beach and, and Glen Island and then that island that actually has houses or something on it. I don't know. I don't go into Westchester. Um, there's City Island, and then there's Heart... There's City Island and High Island, and then there's Heart Island. And if you just make a circle sort of motion from Heart Island to Glen Island, right in that path is Execution Rocks. Yeah. Um, by the way, for those who don't know, Heart Island is the uh, potter's field for New York City. We're not going to get into it on this podcast because I have a lot of feelings about I, Heart Island. I'm just putting it into context. Yeah, it's it's been the Potter's Field for a very long time. Yeah, so it's Heart Island is the Potter's Field from New York. And until um, very recently, it was under controls of corrections, and that was a whole thing. Oh, I have it's a not, lot of feelings about let's it. Let's not start on that. We're not going to go into there that. There was a whole expose about it like a couple of years ago. Give me $5 and I will tell you all about it. <laughs> Is there a Bowery Boys episode about it? Not yet. They don't go into the Bronx. Fair. They're two gays who live in, like, the Lower East Side. Please. No, I only know about the Bowery Boys from you. I haven't actually listened to an episode. Oh, I mean, I don't know if they're actually gay, but, you know. They have that kind of vibe. Uh, They're perfectly fine. If you're interested in New York City history, I, I would recommend them. They don't believe in ghosts, so, you know, that's a knock against them, but whatever. <laughs> so, I do have to admit, one of the things that was interesting, which I didn't realize, is that the reason why they put the lighthouse on Execution Rocks is be- So, there are several lighthouses within the vicinity of New York City, uh, the most prominent one being on Sands Point, which is, like, kind of points toward the rocks, and they actually- and it's close enough that you can actually see that lighthouse from Execution Rocks. However, the light from the lighthouse didn't reach the rocks, so people kept crashing into it. So they put a lighthouse on Execution Rocks to cover the blind spot from Sandy Point. Yeah, so, like, the other the other thing about that area is that... Orchard or Beach, Sands Point, excuse Sands me. Sands Point, yeah. Uh, I should know that. It used to go to... The, there, there was a museum there that did, like, special exhibits all the time when I was a kid. It was great. Oh, that's so cool. But uh, Orchard Beach does have, like, a reef surrounding it in that area that makes the beach people are like oh can you surf at orchard beach and i'm like well you can try you can't even like body like you can't even like boogie board i mean not it's, really there's like no waves there's none it's, i mean you can gentle tr- as a summer breeze if you go out to jones beach you might be able to jones you can if you get onto long island you absolutely can but well like, it depends like because the thing is that like that beach it faces the sound not the atlantic yes so you're not so you're you're not getting those ocean waves. You're getting like, the sound, which yeah. is already different. But like, yeah, there's 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 a 
bunch of little islands around there and some of those islands are basically just very big rocks um the devil's stepping stones go across the sound oh i forgot about that you know like it's definitely a place where if you do not know where you're going or what you're doing you can absolutely run around in any number of places for a hundred dollars on our patreon we will give you a private ghost tour of new york city one you have to give us another hundred dollars to get a second tour. Yes. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> but actually, no, I'm totally kidding because we don't have New York City tour guide licenses. Yet. I'm working on it. I'm waiting for the new cycle to start. Because you have to take the exam every three years. You can't just renew. And I'm waiting for the new cycle to start. So that way I have like three years until I have to take it again instead of having to take it again the next year. Yeah. Because it's weird. I might take it with dad. I'm so excited for you to take it with your dad and then blow him out of the water. No. No. No, I believe in no. you. No. I believe in you. No. I. This isn't anything against me. My dad, you have to understand, my dad calls New York no, no, his no, no. city. No, I know. I know. Like, but it's... I am choosing to believe that all of the questions are going to be geared towards things that you are more familiar with or may know more about. No. Nope, this is this is my hope for you. You've never been on a tour with my dad, have you? No, I don't want to. I like having feet. <laughs> I don't want little nubs. I like feet. I don't want little nubs. Listen, I have nice feet. They're my backup plan. Your backup plan? Yeah, I'm just going to sell feet pics on the internet if things go poorly. See, I have a bunion on my right foot, so I can't do that. I tutor. That's how I whore myself out instead. I whore out my brain. I underpaid and overworked. Help me. But yeah, I, I tutor. That's how I get my exercise. Yeah. And I occasionally, when I'm really desperate, go on TaskRabbit. But TaskRabbit is... TaskRabbit's bad. The gig economy is bad. The gig economy is bad. The nice things about building furniture is that I've learned what furniture is worth it for me. Like, if I'm paid hourly, I don't give a shit. I'll do it. But, like, with the IKEA flat rate, mm -hmm. it depends on what it is. Packs wardrobes are grossly underpaid, and I refuse to take those. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'll take cabinets and stuff like that. I mean, you put together your furniture real quick. Had experience. <laughs> and it stays together. For an amount of money, Kim will come and assemble your IKEA furniture. <laughs> I think my rate is, like, 30 an hour? 30 an hour. $30 an hour. Kim will assemble your IKEA furniture. It actually gave me, like, a small interest in carpentry, and I want to, like, get started on that. Oh, yeah. I don't have room for it, but, like, I'm... Between that and Alex learning about woodworking, I'm like, you know, I could do this. Yeah, this you guys can do woodworking stuff. Alex does woodworking stuff. He made part of my TV stand, a little... Oh, the little top thing? I was wondering where you got that. Yeah, Alex made it. Look at him. So handy. He's so handy. I see why you keep him around. See? He has his uses. Yeah. He reaches the tall things for me. He reaches the tall things. He does a little bit of carpentry. He fixes my things. He lifts the heavy things. And what, what really is the purpose of a man? I know, that's it. <laughs> He's excited about vacation. It's... I think my Alex just got significantly less excited about vacation. Why? Sweet potato <laughs> casserole. He does know I'm kidding. I'm not going to like force feed him sweet potato casserole, I mean... right? I think he hopes you're not going to force feed him sweet potato casserole. Is sweet potato casserole going to show up with the expectation that he may eat it? I don't think he knows. So for those of you curious, so Sam was explaining to her, her Alex, who's from the UK, what Thanksgiving was, and she said, oh yeah, our friend threatened to bring over 
sweet potato casserole with marshmallows. And he goes, what? And she had to explain to him what sweet potato casserole with marshmallows was. And he, like, could not handle this. Yeah, it, it shook him to his very core. The best part about this is she didn't tell him until today that it wasn't a dessert. He thought it was a dessert. It's not a dessert. Which, let's be real, sweet potato casserole topped with marshmallows. To me, the first time I was exposed to this by y'all white people, I was Hey, hey, hey. no one in my family has ever made sweet potato casserole with marshmallows. It was like in college, we're we're talking about doing a Friendsgiving, and they're like, this very sweet young girl was like, I'll bring sweet potato casserole, I just have to get some uh, marshmallow fluff. And I was like, I need you to tell me what that is because now now i'm my curiosity is peaked and i'm a little concerned it's take... very very sweet um Ugh. i actually usually have to take the mark i i have a sweet tooth i have to take the marshmallows off i'm not eating it because it's too sweet i hate marshmallows and i like sweet potato i hate marshmallows i like sweet potato when they're fried and covered in salt but honestly if you put enough salt on anything i'll eat it or wine or wine. The French have it right. You know, just butter and wine and everything. It tastes great. Butter and wine and everything is like, like the basis of everything I cook. Except for this meal. Like I seriously, not wine like, in anything. Huh. Like escargot, frog legs. Like they sound gross. Smother it in butter and wine. You're good. Those uh, mushrooms I made were just the good wine and garlic. We also talked about how on the, on the way over. About how Kim has nobody to go to City Island with because I don't eat meat or fish. Um, My boyfriend doesn't eat, eat fish. fish. My mother doesn't eat fish. So it's just my dad. City Island, by the way, is a small seaside community on the island of City Island known for their seafood and racism. Yes, it's very white. Mm-hmm. It's very, very white. Um, but the food's so amazing. Oh, the food is great, but it's very white. <laughs> yeah. They don't really like outsiders too much either, so. See, we're Italian, so we get away with it. Yeah. They like us. They're great. I, like, the dream is to have enough money that I could just get a little house on City Island. But let's be real. In 20 years, it'll be underwater. Oh, that hurt. Uh-huh. Oh, that hurt. That hurt. We're real today. Um, but yeah, so also one of the things that was cool about this White House is apparently... If you are a lighthouse keeper, uh, you could leave at any point with a word. Like, you could just end your contract be like, I'm done, bye. And they're like, because it's so haunted. I have a feeling it was mostly because it was an auxiliary lighthouse. It's an auxiliary lighthouse. It's really close to, like, City Island. And so it's kind were, of difficult to get to. And they were probably just getting someone who lived nearby and, like, just, just go home to your family. Yeah, it... It's a little bit difficult to get to us. I think I, I don't know if we talked about this when we were recording or not. Um, Fort Washington? No, how, like, in order to oh, get okay. there, like, you take the boat, and then once you get onto the island, you actually have to climb up a ladder onto the island. You, there's not, like, really a dock right there. Oh, no, you didn't say that at all. You mentioned the ladder, and I was confused, but I didn't realize. Oh. I didn't realize. Okay. Okay. I need to be physically fit. Yes, there's a warning about that. Ugh. I mean, um, I'm not physically unfit. Just like, ugh. But yeah, so, um, 
Zach then asked if any other paranormal group has investigated. Oh, no, no, you skipped, I'm sorry, you skipked my favorite. So oh, I did? Okay. One of the former keepers. He's like, they made the lighthouse to cover up where they did the executions. And I just want to point out that the island is still called Execution Rocks. And also covered in rocks. I think he just wanted to make sure he was featured. I think he did. And that's okay. And, and he got his feature. That's okay. But Zach's sitting there eating it up. He's like, wow. That's because it's Zach. A cover up. Like, sir. They know where the execution has been done. It's called execution. Drink some more wine. It'll help you feel better. You know, I'm not wearing prescription glasses, but I am wearing my blue light filtering glasses because my eyes were, like, very teary earlier. And when you take off your glasses to emote, it feels so much better, it right? It does! <laughs> <laughs> oh my like, god. Oh, I can't with you. I'm not even going to see what you're doing. <laughs> that reminds me, I really need to get a vision test. It's been forever. You should. Your I, eyes change as you age. Yeah, it's like, I think I'm okay. But ever, I think it was you that told me that, like, your eyes are so dry, your retinas were, like... Wrinkled. I'm like, and that terrifies Wrinkled. me. Wrinkled. That terrifies me because I'm, like, chronically dehydrated. I had to put steroidal eye drops. I mean, it's because I was wearing contacts all the time, too. Mm. So on top of being naturally dry, I also had contacts, which can be drying. And I was wearing them from, like, the moment I woke up to the moment I went to bed. I don't do that anymore. I rarely wear contacts now. Yeah. Eye drops suck. Steroid eye drops suck. Oh, I'm used to eye drops because, like, I had to put them in so often because my allergies were really bad when we were in high school. Yeah. So I was constantly using Visine. Like, you'd see me. It's like my eyes would be, like, it looked like I'd have pink eye, go to the bathroom, I'd come back, and, like, it was better. <laughs> it was you with your white, your Visine and Molly with her cough syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Visine actually did help, but I didn't overuse it. <laughs> In my defense, I only used the Visine when like my eyes got so itchy I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> Molly getting high on cough syrup. Well, Molly was convinced that cough syrup fixed colds, and I was like, no, no, it doesn't. Well, it made her feel better, because I think she even had, like, the good shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Zach asked if a paranormal group had ever investigated a White House, and they said, well, mm. a couple have contacted us, but you guys are the first to show up. And this creepy-ass motherfucker, Zach, I mean, goes, I love de-virginizing a location. Wow, I am never having sex again. <laughs> yes, you are. I am, but like... <laughs> Uh, oh, every time I hear that. Ugh. And Sam wanted to kill me because I just, like, I had to make sure I heard that right. So I went back and listened to it again. Listen to it twice. Because I was like, that is not what he said. And it's like, no, That's no. exactly what he That's said. That's what he said. Virginizing. I'm like, oh, God. There had to have been a better way for it. Even you said, I love popping the paranormal cherry on a location. I mean, he raised That would have been better. He raised popping the cherry last week at the hospital. You can use it again! He could just say, I love being the first. I love you can being the first. Not creepy. I mean, it's like po- it's Not like, sexual. It's like posting a comment and just being like, first! Yeah. Because you gotta Annoying, be the first. but like, non-sexual. 
he's here like, I want to fuck this building. <laughs> like, yo. And sadly, that is the least cringeworthy thing he says. Yo. So they're talking to a former lighthouse keeper and he says that um, while he never experienced any like hauntings or anything paranormal, he did <laughs> consistently <laughs> smell flowers. Oh my God, this guy was the best. He's like, I would smell flowers all the time. He's like, and I'm on an island in the middle of nowhere. There's no freaking flowers. He's like, I never saw anything. I never felt nothing. But that motherfucker sure as shit was here. And I was like, I love you, old man. <laughs> old men in the Bronx, or New York City in general, like, like, I'm gonna say ethnic old men, and yes. like, I realize it's gonna sound bad, but please, no. People who have a connection to their culture, yes, are like the best. Like, we oh were, God. so we ordered pizza, and, um, um, so I pick up the phone, and like, it's like, hey, this is Frankie from the pizza place. I'm downstairs. I'm coming in through the gate. All right, I'll see you in a second, nice young lady. Like, it was great. I was like, <laughs> so damn, great. I love you, Frank. He reminded me of my grandfather, because my grandfather had that same, like, same. old New York Italian accent. Like, um, I don't get too mad when, when those guys are like, Yo, you're such a nice young lady, Cause sweetheart. Because they, they mean it. They mean because they don't because mean it, it as a, they don't mean it in a like sexualization way. No, and honestly, they will tell you if they think you're a piece of shit. They'll be like, "You're a piece of shit." Oh yeah, no. Uh, that's also because once you hit a certain threshold, you run out gone. of fucks. <laughs> you have run out of fucks. <laughs> the fuck supply is empty. There will be no more fucks to be given. And you know what? I can't wait to reach that age where I'm just like, it's coming so fast. I, I, I am hoping that I have some grandkids by then. I but am hoping I have a pension by then to lose. When someone says some shit to me, and I'm it's like, okay. actually. You'll have some great nieces through me. Yay. You'll be fine. It'll be great. You'll be great, Aunt Sam. Yeah. It's gonna be so awesome. Oh my god. Or Grant Sam? Because great uncle is grunkle. I like Grant. <laughs> it makes me sound. Grant Sam? <laughs> Grant Sam. It's like. Somebody who really was into the Civil War had a child. <laughs> Grant Sam. Yeah, it's like when um yeah, when Gravity Falls introduced Grunkle, I'm like, yes. Grant. The great uncle. Grunkle Stan. I'm like, yes. So it's not Grant. Grant doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> okay. So back, back to this. So anyway, so show. This old Italian dude is like, yeah, no, I smell flowers. And then he's like, oh, and then Zach's interviewing other guys. And he's like, yeah, no, a psychic emailed us and said that there was a dominant, aggressive male spirit on the island. Like, okay. I have questions about how the psychic knew that, but okay. I also know they do tours of Execution Rock, so. I get, like, honestly, if a psychic came to my home and said, Hey, you have some shit in your basement. I'd be like, wow, I'm so glad you're alive and not a dead person walking through my house. Um, can you tell me more? But if I was like in my, mm, actually, building was, my, my work building was built in like the 1930s. So if you were I'm in my sure. house. If I was in Kim's house and like someone was like, 
there's a spirit here. I'd be like, I'm sorry, can I see your credentials? Oh, my house was built in like, some, I think the 1850s. Yeah, but your house is so chill. Yeah. Like, I've never experienced really much of anything. I think occasionally I heard someone calling my name, but I think that may also be like a uh, mental thing. Yeah, people hallucinate people calling their names all the time. And, and it's it just didn't normal. help that also my dad is Jim and I'm Kim, so my mother would call one of us and we were never sure which one it was. So I would always answer when she called him and he would always answer when she called me. How many times did she just go, Im? None. Damn, that's what I would have done all the time. If I needed both of you, just Im? Well, it's okay. Christina and I were crim. Yeah. Um, and it's gotten to the point where we just call each other that. It's it's now become my Christina's nickname for me, and I'm kind of cool with that. It's cute. I, it's like, and that's the thing; it doesn't bother me because it has a specific history, yeah. and I'm like, and it's affectionate. Uh, so yeah, my cousin Chrissy calls me Krim now. That's so sweet. <laughs> um. Oh my god. But anyway. Uh, so yeah, I want to know more about this medium. Um, one of the former lighthouse keepers also said that he would feel like someone was holding him down when he was on the couch watching TV. Yeah, he goes, you can't explain that. And I'm like, yeah, you can. It's fucking ghosts. And I have to remind <laughs> him that to, for most normal people, that's not the first explanation they've come up with. I mean, sure, but like, if I'm sitting on your couch and I'm minding my own business and I'm having a glass of wine and I go to get up and I feel like someone's holding me onto the couch. You're probably drunk. Well, that's one thing. But if, <laughs> assuming I'm not drunk, right, I'm gonna be like, oh shit, fucking ghosts. I don't know what other explanation you could come up with. Like, it's not like your couch has a five point safety harness. No, no, it doesn't. It just has my dad's butt spot. I know I slide into it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's butt spot, the third member of this crew. <laughs> My dad would be very proud. My dad actually likes Ghost Adventures. He watches it. Oh no. Does he listen to our show? He does not listen to our oh, show. Good. I mentioned it to him before. He always asks me. He's like, oh, so how many listeners do we have? And this is back when we had like 15. I'd be like, we have at least 15 now. Listen, we love each and every one of you. Even we now have many more 15. than that. And I'm extremely grateful for it. Like, Thank you. shit. Um, I try not to think about it. Otherwise, I might get stage fright, and then I won't be funny anymore. You'll always be funny. That's not true. Also, it's hard to get stage fright when you're, like, talking in an empty room in front of my TV. My anxiety is strong. The anxiety is strong with you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I was... If the anxiety was the force, I would be fucking Yoda. So, all that means is that we need more wine. That's the power of... The power of Christ. The power of Christ compels you. Um, so yeah, so then Aaron's putting down X's and he mentions that, you know, oh, someone's probably going to have to stay and they're like, oh, I'll be here alone. And Zach's like, yeah, probably. And Nick goes, oh yeah, so that's going to be Aaron. And Aaron's just like, why do I even open my mouth? Every time I open my mouth, it just gets me in trouble. My poor Aaron. This Aaron. podcast is team Aaron. Like. It is very much team Aaron. <laughs> So they're very cute toward Aaron in this episode. It's they're nice cute-ish. to Aaron, yeah. Ish. They're nice to Aaron in this episode, although they do claim they have to baby proof him at one point. Yeah, we'll, we'll get not, to that. We're not there yet. That's after the one came out. <laughs> um, and then what was? And I think I've already mentioned in 1978, the light power, the lighthouse became solar powered, 
um, which also meant that there were no longer any lighthouse keepers necessary because it was totally automatic at that point. Yeah, I think it just like, yeah, just do a drive-by every now and then and make sure the light's still on. I mean, which it's not like Coast Guard, That's so. what I really want as a, a, like, a lighthouse keeper. That's what I want. I want those just like, yo, just drive out there sometimes. But also, like, 1978 is really before the solar power revolution, so that's actually pretty fucking awesome. Which I do think it's because it's really... Cost-effective? In the middle of nowhere, this lighthouse. It's pretty close to a lot of things, but it's hard to get to, and it's a hard spot. I will say that, you know, other countries, such as Germany, really do rely more on renewable energies, such as solar power and wind power, and, you know, everybody contributes, and it does end up being more cost-effective, just saying. Man, if only we had a different president who cared about things like that. It was 2009. This was happy times. Happy times. What was going on in 2009? Um, it was right before... Oh, it was Obama. Yeah. Obama had just become president. Yeah, we weren't old enough to vote in the first Obama election. No. Yeah, so we were, we were away it from was... the Bushes. We had a black president. It, it's kind of bad that in retrospect, I'm like, well, Bush was terrible. He wasn't this bad. And like, Obama's no saint. Well, he was better than this. Anyway, 2020 is going to be a shit show here in the United States. I plan on being 100% drunker. I'm just trying not to think about it. I'm not thinking about it. Oh, uh-huh, wait till... Because I have to worry about things like grants. Actually, uh, tonight I have to adjust some figures for my boss. My boss learned how to use AI files and it made me really happy. Yay, I need to drink more. I thought about 2020. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to make 2020 vision jokes and we're just going to keep... Yeah. Because, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, God. There's a good line coming up, isn't so there? So then we go for a break. Um, we finally finished the... Uh, wait, no, we didn't finish the interviews. No, we're not done. I thought we were done with the interviews. No. I got all excited. Because Zach delivers this line as the sun sets. Oh, my God. Lighthouses seem romantic, but they are haunting. <laughs> and Sam and I just had a pause. <laughs> And just die. In this essay, I will compare and contrast the way we perceive lighthouses. <laughs> like, shit, son. It was... I, I just kind of sat there. I'm like, what is that sentence? It's the start of a, of a comparison essay between the ways we compare lighthouses. Hold on, I need to rustle my bag. I'm sorry, was he writing a thing about the Great Gatsby? And the green light? The green light represents the American dream, and it's unattainable. Oh, we're about uh, to hit the Roaring Twenties again. Uh, I I was talking to a friend of mine how I'm just going to move to Paris and be a romantic, artistic so, expat. I was listening to, um... Oh, France is having their own issues right now. Uh-huh. Um, I was actually listening to The Great Gatsby as read by Jake Gyllenhaal. Curious. How was that? It was not bad. It was entertaining whenever Jake Gyllenhaal did, like, a New York accent. <laughs> Oh. oh no, it wasn't bad. It was just entertaining. Okay. Because <laughs> he doesn't do it all that often, but like, there, I have to admit, I like listening to my favorite books again. And also, it's only four hours long. Or four and a half hours long. I still don't like The Great Gatsby. That's fine. I'm disappointed because it seemed like a book that I would love, you know? It's about the excesses of man and the evil that lurks in the heart of men and um, that nothing is permanent, and also highly symbolic. It's a, I should like Nathaniel Hawthorne. It's historical fiction. You, sometimes the supernatural... Oh, Ben, like, looks at the House of Seven Gables, and, like, it's a depiction of, like, how 
of the evils of man and from a historical perspective. And you know what? I can't stand Hawthorne. I love him. I can't stand him. I love his commas. I hate his commas. It's like he's getting paid by no. his commas. No. Nay, I say. Nay. I love it. No. And like every time, I'm like maybe it wasn't that bad. Like I'll try reading The House of Seven Gables. I get like two pages in and I'm like, I can't do this. Those two pages are it. one sentence. It's <laughs> just a bunch of commas. Seriously. And it's a like semicolon. Although, you know what he reminds me of? What? Fucking Virgil. Fuck Virgil. Firstly. Okay, let me explain something to you about how Virgil wrote. Virgil wrote an epic poem in called Latin. the Aeneid in Latin. We had to translate it our senior year. You know what Virgil will do? Virgil will be like, oh, so this is present test, but I'm going to change it to past participle because, you know, it fits the meter better. Okay, because he's writing in Latin, but he's using a Greek meter. But wait, it gets better. He would also put that verb two paragraphs later. And he would also, like, syncopate words to the point where, like, you could not identify them without the notes in the back of the book. Let's put this way. We spent three years learning Latin grammatical structure, and Virgil just said, fuck that, and threw it all out the window. I got to the point where, when we started doing Virgil, I could sight translate basically anything. And I stopped doing my homework because of it. I started just reading the translation notes before going aren't you into happy class. I didn't, aren't you happy we didn't take AP? I was, I was 18. No one was going to make me take an AP in that Oh, in that year. you almost did. I don't think you remember. I don't remember. I remember very little of high school. I remember because you, you were debating it and then you looked at me. And Miss Perone looked at me, and I, like, steadfast refused, because I was already taking three other AP classes. Well, that's the other thing. I was also taking three And you three were like, well, APs. if you're, it's like, well, if you're not going to take it, I'm not going to take it. Wait, what other APs were you taking? Art history. Right. Art English. history, English, and what was the third? I don't remember. I think there was a third. Okay. I'm pretty sure there was a third. Was there a history? There was, like, I know it wasn't economics, because you took economics. No, no. It was economics and government, and you took both of those with me. Yeah. I don't remember. I know it took... Because I know my third was bio. Yeah. Molly was the one who was taking four APs. Yeah. Like a fool. But she's also the person... She did perfect. So, like, honestly... She's also the person who's still mad because she missed a perfect score on the SAT by two questions in math. I'm actually still mad on her behalf. So... (laughs) Like, that wasn't gonna be me. I didn't do SAT prep. Like... Um... Anyway. Anyway. So, so after that, the essay. Romantic, but also haunting. I'm gonna have to write this fucking essay. <laughs> no, it wasn't romantic, but also haunting. It was, lighthouses seem romantic, but they are haunting. Compare and contrast the perceptions of lighthouses. Oh my god. Ugh. Then, they were just talking to Keeper, and he said how when there was only two of them, one would be asleep, the other would be up. And the ghost would mess with the siren switches. And oh, then, this is the part I zoned out on. I'm sorry, I missed and that. And then, it was five seconds. Yeah. And then, we get to the serial killer. Okay. And this was uh, Pan's Room. Car- Carl Pan's Room. And, um, also uh, known as Captain John O'Leary. So, this, this woman, this historian, runs down like 
everything, right? She's like, okay, so he killed a bunch of people and he sodomized a bunch of people. He burglarized Taft's house, stole a gun, pawned the gun, stole a boat, became a pirate. He's Captain John O'Leary. He goes to City Island. He gets men drunk. He rapes them, kills them, and dumps their body on the rock. Okay, so Sam's doing the quick version of this. But there are a couple of, like, nuggets in there, such as, oh, yes, he, um, unbeknownst to him, robbed Taft's house. And I had to pause it. I'm just like, how do you accidentally rob William Taft's house? Okay, so I did double check this on the wiki. It was not unbeknownst to him. This is one of the places she was inaccurate for the sake of a good story. Oh, okay, so it wasn't, okay. It was absolutely a thousand percent on purpose. Okay, good. Because I'm like, how do you accidentally rob the president's house? Or he may have been governor at that he point. He was governor at that point, and he sent this man to Leavenworth. And when he got out, he went to Taft's fucking house and robbed it. Yep. Which, the chutzpah. Yes. I don't, I don't do. You have to say it with your solar plexus. <laughs> the chutzpah of that man. Ugh. So, then. They do just call him a serial killer, but, like, I feel like the biggest issue here is that he is a serial rapist. He, yeah, he, in, in his, his autobiography, autobiography <laughs> which I now really want to read. He's like, I murdered 21 people and sodomized hundreds. And thousand. I, over a thousand oh, male said, humans. I thought you said over a hundred thousand. Nope. Okay. Over a thousand. Male humans. And I don't regret a thing. I don't regret a thing. Or I don't feel sorry at yeah, all. Something like that. I it was like, mm. it's, it's, it's a, it's, so, he's a bad man. But yeah, like. So like, he would go to City Cuspa. Island. Cause he's like, I need more people. So he goes to the Island, you know. Flirt with a guy, get a guy drunk, fuck him, and then... That's rape. Yes, it is. Yeah. But we've already established that. That's why I'm like, get him drunk, fuck him, and then kill him and jump him over execution rocks. Um, Oh, one thing from his autobiography via Wikipedia. He did a lot of crimes, but he was never a strike breaker. You know, even evil has standards. (laughs) Even evil has standards. (laughs) Um, I, listen, I read that and I was like, oh, I have to take a note on that. But yeah, he also had a great, when he was getting, finally being executed, he had some, hurry up you Hoosier. Like, hurry up you Hoosier, I could have killed ten men in the time it's taking you to kill me. Wikipedia said twelve men, but honestly. I just love the Hoosier line. You Hoosier bastard. I could have killed X number of men in the time you're taking, and then he dies. She tells the story. It's like I could have killed ten men in time to take you, and then he died. <laughs> and uh, he's buried at Leavenworth, yeah, federal prison. Which I don't think they get to go to that one. No, I don't know. I, don't I think, think it's still so. active. I think it's still active. I don't. So that's talking to the woman. He goes, "Do you think that you know he felt like oh, he had God. to bury people here because like he was attracted to evil?" And she's like, "Yeah, maybe." It's like, "Oh, so like you think he's like had to bring them back to the mothership?" And this is where I make Kim stop. Stop the podcast. Stop the show. I cannot go further without wine. Yeah, so we grabbed the wine. And then I turned to Sam and I'm like, we might end up doing two episodes. Because after this, I don't know if I'll be able to drive you home after the first one. Oh my god. <laughs> the mothership. Like I The was, mothership. I was already making faces at, do you think he was drawn to the evil of this place? Like... Bro, the Brits just killed some dudes here. They killed dudes in a lot of places. But, like, that's also, like, a typical Jack question, so I just kind of, like, rolled yeah, my eyes. Yeah, but, like, every time he asks one of those typical Jack, uh, Jack, 
Zach questions, I, uh, I make faces because I think they're all bad, all of them. They're asking the wrong question. Oh, I mean, always. I mean, this is before he gets to his stone tape theory days, so... If we make no, it that No, 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 because he mentioned stone tape in uh, Ancient Ram Inn. Yeah, but it's not as common as yeah. the later episodes where it's like stone tape, stone tape, stone tape. I need to lie here and see if I can listen to the stone tape. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 And the stone tape is before the demon days. It's before the demon days. And not the Gorillaz album. Which I've never listened to the whole album and I'm not going to. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, maybe that music's good. Huh. So, um, that's, I think that's what we have to hit next, which I'm not excited about. We're in the naive days. Yeah, we're before, it's coming, it's coming. I don't know if I'm At least he hasn't gotten to Waterhold's memory yet. <sighs> <laughs> I think I broke Sam. Hold on, hold on. I just need to... As far as I know, I have never heard him say water holds memory. So, uh, yeah, we get the wine, and then Zach says, he starts already with the, like, oh. Uh, he starts with his, um, chest puffing. Yeah, and he's like, I'm going to throw that ghost off yeah, the island. Yeah, and, and the historian just laughs at him, like, okay, dude, whatever. She's, listen, she's looking at him, and she's the most unimpressed human being. It's glorious. It's my face on another person. It's like, it's the okay boomer face, but like... But she's a boomer. Yeah. <laughs> but she's delivering it to Zach, and it's great. Um, because she's like, you know, I hope this ghost doesn't come out to me. Like, she's trying to be cute. He's like, no, I'll, I'll kill it. She's just like, <laughs> okay. Okay, sure. Okay, sweetie. Wait, is he a Gen Xer? Yeah. Wow. He's like 41, I think. Gen Xers are weird. Yeah, he's in his 40s. Gosh. Alright. And then... We go back into the lighthouse, which is another place where the editing here is kind of bad in that so yeah, so they go have back. these interviews that happen during the day, and then the tour of the lighthouse is happening in the evening. It's darker. They just, they really didn't pace the episode well. It was the episode that never ends. Oh my god, I know. Um, and they didn't cut the episode well. But anyway, so... The, it's like, at this point, they've kind of taken a break from interviews, and it's just silliness. Like, they're interviewing, but apparently at some point, Aaron had gotten um, sunscreen in his eye. So he's, like, squinting. He's making a weird face because, it's like, his eye burns if he opens it. And Zach's like, Aaron, are you okay? You look like you're having a seizure. <laughs> and Aaron's like, you yeah, know, I just have a I, It burns. And he's like, well, like, I got sunscreen in my eye. And Zach's just like, oh, my God. We need to, like, baby-proof you. We can't leave you alone. <laughs> And it's just so adorable. It's like, we just, Aaron can't be alone. He needs help. As someone who has gotten sunscreen in their eyes, that shit does burn. Yeah, no, but and if you're on an island where, like, your only option is to stick your face in the sound, because it doesn't seem like they have running water, honestly, I, too, would just be walking around like, oh, guys, I can't see shit. <laughs> no, it was it was cute, and they're like, we just needed to like put gloves on him and like baby proof everything. He said rubber band paper towels to his fingers. Wait, it was so cute. How <laughs> glad you think that's cute? I was trying to figure out the logistical. <laughs> but you know what? It's like when it's like whenever I injure myself, and Alex just looks at me and goes, "We can't take you anywhere. You just keep enjoying yourself." Man, you have such a. Di- I ask my Alex where I got bruises from. 
he doesn't even live in the same country. No. He absolutely doesn't know, but I also don't know. No, <laughs> I, well, Alex sees me injure myself, and he's just like, I can't take you. I'm dating a, that's the other reason why I date him. He takes care of me when I hurt myself. Yeah. Which and I do fairly often. You, you do. I, it's been a while. Since I've graduated, I've injured myself significantly less. Yeah, I'm very proud of you. When I was in college, every semester it was something different. You got hit by a car. I got hit by a car. I sprained my ankle twice. Once from biking. Still don't understand how you did Once that. Once stepping off a bus wrong. I understand how you did that. I fell out of a bus. There was a... You know what the best part was? What? Apparently I was the second person to do that that day. <laughs> there is. There was an express bus driver on the line I took to and from school. Who witnessed me completely fall off the bus in the morning, uh, one morning, because my ankle gave out. And I was in high school, my ankles were about as steady as a house built on sand. Yeah. So, I just, remember that. You and I happened. have twisted ankles constantly. Yeah. To this day, I keep ace bandages in my, in my bag. Same. You know? You just, you get used to it. You learn how to double limp at some point. Uh, but I just fell completely off of this bus. And thus, anytime I was on his bus, he would pull up to the curb real <laughs> careful and, like, do the kneeling function. I'd be like, thank you. There was also another bus driver, a different bus driver in the afternoon, who, was, who witnessed me do the exact same thing. And he also was like, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> this kid can't be trusted to disembark safely. <laughs> Buses are easy to fall off, is what I'm saying. So yeah, so after that, um, the crew attempts to fish. Oh my god. And it was cute. And like, this part we could have watched. Like, they try to fish, um, Zach's like, we're good here, and sets the boat off, and he's like, yeah, just come back at 6am. 6am, I am not swimming back to shore, I am scared of sharks. And Sam and I just look at each other, we're like, there's no- Well, okay. Well, hold on, we look at each other like, what? So I did a little bit of research. And as much as I want to make fun of Zach, and I really want to make fun of Zach, there are four sharks native to the Long Island Sound, and there are also several large sharks that infrequently come in and out, including like hammerheads, tiger sharks, and a couple well, others. But they don't come all the way to this west part. And in tw- earlier this year, 2019, there was a great white shark spotted in the Long Island Sound. Yeah, but not the western Long Island Sound. That New is York. true. But all I'm saying is, you know, I want to make fun of Zach. I really want to make fun of Zach. He's paranoid, but he... I had to take away some stupid points I gave him. Because I was like, you're paranoid and it's a little ridiculous, but you're not entirely off. I don't have to give back anything. (laughs) Because the only sharks native to the sound that would be this far are smaller. They won't eat him. The bigger issue is that he cannot swim to anything nearby. I don't believe he can even if he can swim really good, I think Michael Phelps would have an issue with no, it. No, no, I agree with you on that. That is not an air... The Sharks isn't the issue in the situation. No, the water around there is too choppy to really swim back to shore. Well, even um, then, it's a very long distance. It's yeah. not close. No, I'm with you. I don't think he would be able to... I, he could be the best swimmer in the world. I don't think he'd be able to swim back to shore from there. Unless he's um, one of those people who swim the channel for funsies. Also, sharks don't eat people generally. Like, it's actually extremely rare because we're not part of their diet. They kind of see us as predators. You have to actually, like, kind of... Like, the shark either needs to be desperate and is starved 
Well, also... Or, like, kind of primed for it. So, the other thing is, um, unless you look particularly like a seal, uh, sharks aren't really gonna go for you. I mean, some people do. Yeah. And sharks are like babies. They feel with their mouths. So, like, they're not going to eat you. They may take a bite, but they're mostly checking to see your fat content. Because they need a lot of fat to live. Uh, because they live in the water. That's... They're a dangerous baby. <laughs> they're just a sharp they're baby. Like, they're, it's like, oh my god, the shark's biting me. It's like, I'm numb. You're not food. Okay. You're not food, yeah. So, like, they'll find all sorts of things in great white stomachs, like tires and shit. Because a shark has been like, I, is this food? I, this wasn't food. So, um, <laughs> sharks are great, actually. Sharks are not my problem with the ocean. What, what else happened in this episode? We're so then, done. after that, they have a barbecue at the lighthouse, and Zach's like, I love my job, and I go, good, somebody should. But it's cute, they're all happy and having a barbecue, blah, 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 blah. And then they get down to their investigation. So they do their, the rundown of the X's, and they put one camera facing a hallway, which Zach calls... <clears throat> A possible high traffic area for spirits. Oh, I totally zoned out from that. Oh, I'm glad you did. I wish I had. I, I died. I The only note I have that I remembered was that they put their exterior camera on the helipad. Yeah, so in the 70s when they did the solar panels, they also hooked up, hooked up the island with a helipad. Which is like useful, but no one's out there brushing it off. There's I mean, holes it in the pretty, windows. To so be really. fair, it, feels, it seemed pretty clear. Yeah. Um, it's not like there's trees or... Or anything. I yeah. mean, I would just be concerned with, like... I mean, there's not, like, anything that would really cause debris on there, and it's high enough Seagulls. Up. But even seagulls... Like, they drop shells. Um. <laughs> seagulls are the worst. I hate them. So then they're like, we're gonna bring out our most accurate piece of scientific equipment and in my head. I'm like, oh, you mean the thermal? No. These stupid motherfuckers bring out, they're like, our video goggles with the... If, um... Word capability, you know, the Cyclops goggles. And I'm like, fuck that shit. That is not scientifically accurate. That is, that is bullshit. Fuck you. I miss the scientifically accurate line. Because at this point, I was like, I'm going to go Google that serial killer. Yeah, I was just like, no, 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 no. Anyway, so they say that I die. And they go upstairs and they hear a bang inside the house and they have no idea what it is and then they think they hear a voice from downstairs and for once in their goddamn lives they're like oh but the windows were open so we can't be quite sure where it was coming from i'm like okay so back up and remington arms and in linda vista when you also had broken and open windows in the city you didn't have this you know idea now you have open windows in the middle of fucking nowhere. Middle and of- now you recognize that sounds can come from outside? You're <laughs> in the middle of goddamn Long Island Sound. And, like, it looks, by their apparel, it does not seem to be summer. It, uh, I think it is their thermal reading 82. Okay, I was thinking it might be spring. Uh, I don't, it was warm. The, um, their night camera, the one that gets temperature yeah. is reading 82 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, so, uh. It seemed like summer. Yeah, but like, you know, it's still away from because everything. Because even, even spring around there is cold. Look, yeah, and the water gets ch- chillier. 
Yeah. So it's I think it was summer. Chillier. They're wearing long jeans in 82 degree weather. I mean, I've done it. Have you ever seen them in shorts? I don't want to see Zach's legs. I have a feeling they're chicken legs. They never wear shorts on the thing. I, I honestly believe that he's... He's one of those people who only works out the top. Yeah, they've never worn shorts. I need them to wear shorts. They never wear shorts. I need There's it. one episode where they're in, like, in the middle of the desert. It's like 100 degrees and like they're in long pants. And they're like, it's hot! And I'm like, no shit. Well, there was also that one where Nick's also wearing a hoodie. And Zach's like, that's the devil. Yeah, I know. Even Sam and I were like, the fuck is this? Like, when I went to Mexico and we went to Chichen Itza, I did wear long jeans and a long sleeve shirt and a hat. What is wrong with you? I'm anemic. What is wrong with you? And I didn't want to get sunburned. Yeah, at the end of the day, I was the only one who wasn't sunburnt, and honestly, I think I was also the only one who didn't have, like, sun exhaustion. So, turns out keeping the sun off of your skin is pretty great. Uh, see, I just wear, I, like, wear shorts, and a tank, and, actually, back then I didn't wear sunscreen, and a hat. You always have to wear the sunscreen. Um, it took me a really long time. Uh, so once my mother stopped forcing me to wear sunscreen when I was like 12, I hated putting on sunscreen because I always felt like sticky. Oh, that's fair. And I didn't tan. I didn't tan. I very rarely burned. This is no longer a thing that happens. I mean, it still is a thing. Um, I got sunscreen when we were in DC for an ingress event because you're going to be outside all day and I'm like, I'm wearing sunscreen. I'm not fucking with the shit. At least on my shoulders, because my shoulders get really bad. That was also after I made the mistake going to St. Thomas, staying in the pool for like four or five hours, no sunscreen. My shoulders were so burnt, they felt like leather bags when I got home. And you also... It was very painful. And I had... died. Well, that wasn't from the sunburn. I know, but separately. That wasn't from the sunburn. At the that same time. That was a different thing. <laughs> at um, the same time. It, it did help with the misery, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, this was the end of May. Christmas time, I still had tan lines. Oh, no, it's so bad. My boyfriend recently revealed to me that a year later, I still had tan lines. I didn't notice it at that point. He's like, no, you still have tan lines the next May. I was like, I did. I burn my feet every summer at my stupid job. Because I'll wear sun, I'll wear uh, sandals in like May or June for one of our events, and despite putting sunscreen on my feet, sees this year it was because they stationed me in a place with absolutely no shade. So you know what, God's own sunscreen couldn't have helped me there. I still have the tan lines, and I don't even have those sandals anymore because they then promptly broke. I also got hit by a car. You got nudged by a car. Car made contact with me. I'm. Okay. upset about it i know i just like giving you shit i was wor- <laughs> i was freaking out yeah <laughs> you told me i was like what are you okay like i'm ready to do a full medical on you and you're like i'm yeah, good camp it's okay I'm okay. It's all right. okay it wasn't at speed it wasn't very hard i'm just angry about it as you should be because it wasn't even like it was an accident he was purposely being a dick yeah absolutely an asshole i bet you he saw the job though because bureaucracy. Mm. Anyway, hire me. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So these fuckers, um, they start the investigation. Is that where we're at? No, audio contamination. 
Yeah, no, they're on the investigation now. That's how we're talking yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. So, then they were talking about paint chips and how the building's falling apart. They put down the EMF. I was wondering if the paint chips were lead, just just because curiosity. Then Zach, They're not wearing any sort of PPE, by the way. No. This is before they realize PPE is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Before Zach wears his mask everywhere. Um... Because he didn't think it looked cool. No, seriously, he's flat out admitted that was the reason why, and then he's like that, and then as he got older, he's like, that's dumb. He's wearing Ed Hardy. And he gels his hair. He gets better. Perpendicular. He gets to the better with age. Face. I'm just saying. Like, there's a lot You're of You're not wrong. I'm just saying he, he, he. That don't look cool. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was also 2009. I still thought Ed Hardy was shit in 2009. Um, so... Hey, do you know what existed in 2009 that exists again now? What? My Chemical Romance. Oh, yes they do. We'll talk about that later. We can go back. I just, I just got excited. I got happy for a second. So, Zach is easily startled. I learned this when he puts the EMF reader on the ground. And every time it twitches, he gets very excited. Um, and then... On his special goggles, Aaron receives drink, and then mercury, and Zach goes, oh my god, oh my god, guys, I have to show you something, like, freaks out, and you're like, wait, you're just leaving it there? What are you talking about? Zach, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? So he goes up to the lighthouse, to the top, and he see, and during his walkthrough, he saw a sign that said, caution, poison, mercury. Oh, caution, mercury, poison, something like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's like, maybe we're solving a suicide or a murder. And I'm like, okay. He was, like, very excited over this. I'm just like, whatever. And they keep talking about it. And then he's trying to describe EMFs. And I'm like, I really want Zach to take a class in physics or or science. One. One one class. Just one. So, because I'm just like, there have been a couple of times, though, when I've seen him, like, freak out over an EMF spike, and he's, like, right by a power line. I'm like, bro. Bro. I have nothing to say to this, except that he gets so excited about possibly having discovered an unsolved suicide. Like, there's... I don't think they checked records or anything. No. Like, but I, I, I mean, they always do their research, though. Always. 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 He said that one time he did research. And always. even then, he... <laughs> was she research. Oh, my God. We'll talk... If you, yeah, if you listen to our last episode, y'all. And then, everything happened so much. <laughs> Then he brings out the camera, and he's talking to serial killers, like, what? You want, you saw a camera earlier, which apparently we didn't see, but it's like, you saw a camera earlier. He did the, 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 the. Goggle uh, thingy. The, I want to talk about the Oculus, that's not right. The Cyclops. Obelus? Yeah, the, the, the But it Cyclops, wasn't the Oculus. Yeah. It has an Oculus in it, kind of. I, I don't like those. I hate them. They're dumb. I'm not sure how the science behind that is supposed to work. I don't under, I, I'm just like, I don't understand. It's magic. it's um crap what's his name who does the 
I don't know what that man's name is. It's Bill some Bill Chapel. I'm just convinced that Bill Chapel. I'm convinced that Bill Chapel was secretly a wizard, and all of his devices are really just running on magic. Listen, I'm down for that. But I would like to see his treatise on why they work, even if they are magic. So, um, um, I mean, he does have an engineering degree. Yeah, the but. the Cyclops said drink. Sorry, the Cyclops said remote and then camera. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I, just, I, just I had out. kind of forgotten because I was zoned out at that point too. Yeah. So, and Zach's like, "Oh, you said camera. Are you this guy? What? You're gonna break my camera because you're because un- you're so ugly." And then his camera breaks. I'm just like, bro, why are you taunting the serial killer? Do you honest to God think this dude is scared of you? Do you really think he's scared of you? I don't even think this man read the the Wikipedia page. No, probably not. Wikipedia existed in 2009. Yes, it did. I remember because we were in high school. One of our teachers actually, I mean, only had a grand total of one teacher who was like, Wikipedia is actually not that bad a resource. Which... We already knew because we were all Wikipedia things and then going down to the, the bibliography of oh, Wikipedia yeah. being like, that's my source, that's my source, that's my source. And then they hear crying on the rocks and we get this great clip of Aaron like pretending, like trying to imitate the crying. So what did you think about the crying before we continue? I didn't hear the crying. I just liked Aaron's imitation. <laughs> what I heard was a fucking seagull. I heard nothing. All I know is I just saw Aaron one, <laughs> and it made me laugh. It was so bad. It was so bad. It was, it was wonderful. So bad. Um, and I've then never heard a seagull before. They try to get EVPs. They put a recorder on a rope and put it down a grate, and they didn't catch anything. So I'm assuming they got it back at some point. Then they put a recorder on the rocks because they heard crying. See if they could get anything. They didn't get anything. Okay, let's let's go to that because this... I, I was about you were gonna mention the slipping. These chuckle fucks. In the dark, with very little light, decide what they're going to do is walk out onto these fucking rocks. To investigate a ghost. I don't know. Um, and at one point, Zach's like, I'm going to go a little farther. And he, like, takes one step, two steps, one wiggly rock. He's like, I'm not going any far. And Aaron and Nick go, don't slip. He's like, thanks, guys. And Nick goes, well, if you slip, Aaron's going after you because I'm filming. And I, you, know, you don't see Aaron's face. You don't hear Aaron say anything. But you can but you, you feel, feel it. the you rolling feel of the eyes. Yeah, he's like, and I'm going to push you into the ocean. <laughs> no. Aaron and Zach love each other. They even took like a step around this time. Took like a stepbrothers picture together, and it's on the internet, and Look, it's adorable. I'm just saying, when Aaron loses it and kills everybody in a oh, murderous no, no, rampage, no, he's not because you know what? He get. Have you seen his art? You you showed me some of his art. He gets it out through his art, man. It's a matter of time before Zach a, says a good some portion shit. of his art is like cute things like being destructive and evil and bloody and it's like it's basically portrait after portrait of kim uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) i I identify very much with the killer bunny from monty python very cute very very cute full of murder wait this is not a visual medium so you won't see my shitting grin right now kim's pleased with this (laughs) description but, uh, yeah, that's yeah. basically the whole episode. Because they don't find shit. They don't do shit. Oh, but at the end, 
Zach's like, we didn't get anything. But what we but we can decisively say it's paranormal. And I rolled my eyes back so far in my head, I saw my brain. You rolled your eyes so loudly, I'm pretty sure it echoed off the walls. <laughs> like <laughs> And I was like, oh boy. God. Anyway, that's it. That's the episode. It was a time. It was a time. That that's a description. Um, that's time never getting back. Nope. But we are going to try and make a trip to Execution Lights Rock, uh, Execution Rocks Lighthouse. Um, uh, when it's warmer out, we can't do it during winter. I'm afraid of the ocean and also heights, so it's going to be fun. Well, that and they also don't do tours during the winter because it's too cold. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm still going to be afraid of the ocean and also heights. Oh, no, that's fine. Spring. Yeah, no, no, that's... Like... Yeah, it's... But, yeah, it's local. So we were excited about it because it was local. And uh, we were sorely disappointed. This episode sucked. Well, it sucked depending on how you view it. Hear me out. If you're like us, that you're looking to review and like poke holes in it, it was great because it was so goddamn awful. Okay, but let me say, if you're someone who's looking to be entertained, let's it put, was bad. Let's put it this way. In my notes I have, this is, this is the episode that never ends. It goes on and on, my friends. Some people started watching it not knowing what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and then they kept on watching it because this is the episode that never ends. On and on and on and on. I thought it was over five times. I know, like, it was so frustrating because, like, the interviews actually went through pretty quickly. I mean, we had to keep pausing because Zach kept saying yeah. bullshit. But, but like, like, the last ten minutes had, like, five commercial breaks and just kept going and going and going and oh my god. I would have turned off the TV and gone and done something else. Yeah. Like... Like I said, you asked me what I remembered of this episode, and I'm just like, I just remember it's local. That's it. That's all I remember. I know you and I talked last week about how he's not doing anything around here again. For a while, probably. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that, actually. Now, I'm okay with that. There are other episodes in New York. He doesn't have to come back. Oh, no, no, he comes back. No, he can say... He does one of our historic sites um, in Manhattan. Is it the Merchant House Museum? It's one of the house museums. I don't remember which one. There's a bunch. There are a bunch. He did not do the Grange. I still haven't been to the Neither Grange. Neither have I. We should go. I used to cat sit like a block away too. And you didn't go? No. Just put Fluffy in a bag. Go to the Grange. Well, it wasn't even that. Like I would go scuff... Uh, Scoop out Fluffy's poop, make sure Fluffy had water and food, and then leave. Oh, I'm gonna even get some Fluffy fluff time in. I got a little bit, but uh, the cat was a little shy. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. It came up to me once, and I was all excited, and then, like, not again. I was like, that's then cool. Then yacked on your shoes. Nope. Aw. He's a good kitty. I love kitties. I do really want to go to the Grange. I um, do, too. Uh, the Grange is Alexander. For those who don't know, the Grange is Alexander, Alexander Hamilton's, Hamilton's old home. 
Did you just Alexander see... Hamilton. Oh my god, did you see the um, thing of there's this old woman who's um, given Pokemon, she has to name him, oh, name no. them, and one of them is a tra- is Charmander, she goes, I'm gonna call him Hamilton. This <laughs> is so Charmander Hamilton. He's oh Charmander god. Hamilton. Okay, stop. Please stop. Because uh, it's Hamilton. I will have that stuck in my head, which, I mean, will be welcome from, um, I've had Into the Unknown stuck in my head since I saw Frozen 2 last week. Without me. Ugh. Well. I was busy. Didn't I ask you? Yeah, I was busy. Yeah. Um, and I asked you again tonight, and you said no. Because I have F1 in the morning. uh, uh, The last race of the season. No, I understand. I'm still allowed to give you shit, though. I want to know how everyone except Lewis Hamilton does tomorrow. There's a Hamilton you don't support? He's the six-time world champion. Fair. Like, it's not that I don't support him. It's just, it's boring that he keeps winning. So this has been Stop Running from this A Ghost Adventures Review podcast. We're going to be watching something else next week. Still Ghost Adventures. Yeah, I don't mean to make it sound exciting, like we're going to go off script or something. Yeah, no. So next week we're going to be watching Season 3, Episode 7. Once again, we're going off the iTunes listing. Prospect Place. Oh, and we reached 2010 at that point. Oh, yay! This episode came out January 1st, 2010. Wow, that is literally 10 years ago next month. Kim's taking a big drink. Oh, there goes the whole glass. Tell me about Prospect Place. Our crew discovers slavery is still a stain on Prospect Place Mansion in Trinway, Ohio. It was hope for hundreds of slaves looking for freedom, but it was also the last stop for many. Sam, a lot of these places involve slavery. I hate to break it to you. No, that just sounds like a really bad description. Oh, probably. That doesn't whet the appetite. That does whatever the opposite of wetting is. That dulls the appetite. A lot of these are terrible descriptions. We've already, like... Come across it. Once this one was good, even if it was inaccurate. And, like, grammatically not sound. Yeah. But it was, like, a hook. Yeah, it's... They got an intern to do these, okay? Like, they gave up. At least we're getting multi-sentence descriptions now, and not just... They're going to this haunted place in this location. Like, if I had written those, it would be one sentence that they would be like, see what happened. Like, I at least make an effort with our episode descriptions. You do. You're amazing. You write whole fucking paragraphs. Sometimes. Sometimes I'm just like, we do this thing. Here's some of the things we talked about. My last episode was like, we recorded for three hours. I haven't written the description for this. This is the yet. highlights. <laughs> I was going to try to get it out for Black Friday, but I decided to sleep instead. Yeah, I support sleep. If you're wondering why our podcasts come out the way they do, it's because... We sleep. Sleep is good. You should sleep. Is it sleep time? Go to fucking yeah, sleep. Like the last episode description I wrote was Remington Arms, and I was very, I was like half awake, and I'm like, I just need something. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, 90% of our descriptions are written when I'm half awake, which is why they end up being edited for like typos later, because I don't finish editing until like 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't say my end notes. The end of my notes for this episode say, I hate them, I hate this show. <laughs> To be fair, that's like every five episodes. You're just like every five. I don't... What if they're not good, actually? I mean, that's kind of why we started doing this. What if they're not even a little good? 
actually. I mean, that's why we started doing this. What if no human should be doing this? I mean, you already signed the contract in blood, Sam. It's too late. I know. It's too late. (sighs) We're almost done with season three, though. There's so many seasons. Well, we're skipping a whole one because it's literally just a Halloween special for ten hours. It's just their Halloween episode broken up into ten different episodes. It's ten hours of the same thing, and I'm like, I only have so much patience. We're just not doing it. I haven't seen The Mandalorian, but Baby Yoda gives me life. I haven't seen The Mandalorian yet either. I've been too busy watching DuckTales and Kim Possible. I just want Baby Yoda for the rest of my life. Alright, we should end this episode. Yeah, peace. Check us out. Twitter, (laughs) SRFT Podcast. Instagram, stop running from this podcast. Gmail, stop running from this podcast at gmail.com. We also have a website. Our website is stoprunningfromthis.blueberry.net with blueberry spelled B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. Yeah, hit us up. Tell us some nice things that you like. Tell us what you like to see, but nicely. Uh, Rate and review us where applicable. Yes, Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. And we don't have, like, a cool outro. No, we've never come up with one. You don't have a cool intro or a cool outro because we were lazy. All right, well, thank you for listening to us. We'll be back next week with Prospect Place. God willing. All right. See you later, all. Peace. I like having feet. (laughs) I don't want little nubs.